Yeah, man, we in here. Hey, again, all my peoples out there. Um, again, I, I always say, you know, I want to bring forth the best leaders that I know. I want to bring forth gentlemen that, that I know that, you know, over many years have proven time and time again, just in their everyday walk, normal people, people that come from, from, you know, the subtle backgrounds always say it's not about the fame and the fortune. It's not all about the big willy and all of that. It's just real leaders, gentlemen that I know for sure, you know, wake up every single day with it on their heart, with it on their mind as part of their character is they, I want to, I want to be able to give back, help people, uh, be, be a beacon for people, not saying that any of us are perfect. It's just a, you know, we, we, we love what we do. You know, we've done it for a long time in terms of, you know, being that sacrifice to help people. Uh, many people have helped us along the way. So, again, without further ado, I got my brother, Steve Lena. How you doing, bro? Man, it's a, I'm, I'm doing good. Yeah, dog. Uh, it's a pleasure being here. Thank you for having me to just chat. Share yeah, some bro. thoughts. I'm going to give it to you uh, straight from the heart because that's the only way I know how to do it, man. Oh, yeah. I already know, bro. You know, uh, I was thinking about you a couple of days ago, man. I said, you know, uh, once we once we broke bread and I told you I believe you're a Hall of Fame leader and I just love to be able to share that same space with you. <laughs> I was thinking, uh, you know, uh, when you was down at University of South Florida as an assistant Marine officer instructor, for those out yeah. there that don't know what that is, uh, it's basically uh, in the Marine Corps, if we were you know, drill instructors, or uh, I know some out there say drill sergeant. Uh, we're actually drill instructors. Uh, right. You know, once we come off uh, the, the the tour of being a drill instructor, we, we have the opportunity to do what's called assistant marine officer instructor, where we go out to a, a university, all the universities across the United States, and uh, serve as, as that senior uh, enlisted leader for what, what they call midshipmen is going to be going to either the Navy or the Marine Corps. And uh, Brother Steve and I, we had the opportunity to go around mm -hmm. the same time. And uh, again, I was just saying that I remember we went up to Memphis, man. You remember that, dog? We got all- Absolutely. Yeah, bro. <laughs> man, I, I, thought, I thought about you. I went, to see, I went to see my daughter who lives in Memphis right. uh, over, over Memorial Day. And as we were, you know, in the airport doing this and that, I said, man, I remember when me and Clay came to this drill meet right yeah. here at the University of Memphis. It just brought back some really good memories, man. Good memories, man. I mean, yeah. every year when when January comes around, man, always think about, you know, us having that presence of mind in that yeah. moment to look at one another and say, hey, man, let's, let's go down here and check out the Lorraine Motel. Uh, <laughs> no, right? Had our good brother, uh, you know, uh, good old Roberts with us. Uh, yeah, yeah. Man, I'm so happy for that cat, bro. Uh, I was fortunate enough to be at his retirement ceremony. And and you was fortunate enough to pin him on. I know, <laughs> right? It came full circle. It That's came right. full circle, man. Yes. Yeah. I seen that, man. I, You know, it's just a blessing, bro, because, you know, all of us, man, it's true, genuine love, bro. Yeah. You know, over all the years, uh, serving together, you know, cross tying. You and I was overseas together, man. I was I was blessed to see you get promoted. 
Uh, I remember sitting in the chapel on Fatima and uh, I was telling my wife, man, I got a little emotional, man, at yours because I know how hard you work, bro. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, we was young songs, young staff songs together, uh, you know, running around on that deep old man and just to see, you know, it coming to fruition and you get to that point and that career, man, it, it's just a blessing, yeah. man. So uh, for the peoples out there, though, like I said, man, you know, we got a lot of viewers, a lot of cats to be checking us out on the good old light bulb lessons, man. Very grateful for that. For all y'all out there, please hit that subscribe button. You know, show that love as much as you can. Give that support. We greatly appreciate it. But uh, give us a little background, bro, you know, about, about you know, where you grew up and 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 your, your, your pre-days before joining the Marine Corps, bro. Okay. Yeah, man. I grew up in a small town in South Georgia, uh, Folkestone, Georgia, home of the Okefenokee Swamp. It's about 45 miles north of Jacksonville, Florida. 20 miles west of Kings Bay. So if you are trying to get oriented, that's where I'm from. Very rural place, not a lot of opportunities, a lot of poverty, and uh, just a lot of good, genuine people. Uh, they didn't have much to give monetarily, but what they did have to give was food, was right. concern and care. And those are the things that were instilled in me and you know, partly responsible for why I am the way I am. So, right. uh, I just knew life had to have more to offer than what I saw there in that small town. So it was really the motivation for me to uh, take that foundation that I learned from, from growing up from humble beginnings. I'm talking dirt road, single wide trailer, humble beginnings. Yes. And realize, yeah, I don't want to live like this the rest of my life. So I, uh, I need to do something else. And the right. Marine Corps provided me that opportunity. That's awesome, though. How, how far is uh, Paris Island from where you grew up, bro? How far you think that uh, is? It's about two and a half hours. Two and a half. That's that's what's yeah. up, man. Oh, uh, let me ask you this: You got when, when you got on the footprints, man. What was going through your mind, bro? What, matter of fact, what what year did you come in? What, what year did you uh, come in? I, I joined in uh, June of '96. June of '96. Uh, graduated high school May 31st. Went to boot camp. June 10th of 1996, haven't, haven't looked back since. It wasn't, uh, it was a shock because, you know, people could tell you how rough boot camp is gonna be, but like, no. you don't know until you're there. Yeah, it, it wasn't, it didn't take me long to adjust because, uh, you know, how my parents were. Okay. You know, my mom, my well, mom said, do. Bro, Bill, go deep on that, dog. Cause that, that's, so, that's, that's, yeah, go deep on that, bro. So, uh, my mom and my dad split when uh, I was three years old, and she was single until she met mother dad, which I was about 13 or 14. Okay. Uh, but we, there were a lot of one-way conversations in our house. Right. She said, I did, I complied. And when I got to boot camp, they said, I did, I complied, and things went smooth. I'm like, okay, this is kind of like home, okay. in a way. Right. So I wasn't eager to jump up and do anything. I just knew when they said, go do this and get back online, I did it and I got back online. I see. And right away, the drill instructor started noticing, okay, you know, this kid may have something, right. end up, you know, being the squad leader, being the guide. And that was, that was the foundation. So I, yeah, I thought I never ate three meals uh, consistently every day, ever. Till I got the boot camp. 
Wow. Bro, I, I gained like I gained like 20 pounds, bro, in boot camp. Wow, bro. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's crazy. What what uh what battalion was you, bro? I was the uh, first first battalion alpha company, platoon eleven twenty-seven. Man. Seven platoon, bro. So we floated. Right. Wow. Them big summer platoons. Yeah, we were the seven platoon. Never had a home. We moved every week, every three days, it seemed like. Yeah, that that was that experience for me as a recruit. Wow. That's yeah. good, man. I mean, I, I I'll be honest, dog. It's it's you know, it's it's amazing because you know, you hit on that key piece, man, that it it was kind of seamless for you. You know what I'm saying? Because you had that discipline at home, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's right. I felt that same way, man. It was a lot of little things, you know, mama making me make up the bed, you know, take the trash out, all those yep. little you know, disciplinary type things that once I got down there, you know, I'm like, oh, it ain't that bad, bro. You know what I'm saying? Hey, no. um, a lot of people don't know this about you, bro. Uh, I hear that, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's this dude named Swamp Boy Barbecue, bro. What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> Man, so the Swamp Boy Barbecue concept comes from my love for grilling, smoking meat, and yes, my my roots tying back to the Okefenokee Swamp, which is where I'm wow. from down in Folkestone, right? Okay. So it was just kind of a natural blend of my love for where I'm from and yeah, what yeah. that community still means to me and my love for smoking meat. Man. That's how we just came up with Swamp Boy Barbecue and uh it's still something that i i just i'm very passionate about i i enjoy doing yeah dog just making people smile yeah them enjoy something that i prepared and i cooked so that's right that's where that came from i've I've seen you do it over the years man you know i don't know if you and uh old jj raglan like i said robbers i don't know if y'all passing through competition for the day shout out to the fellas you know what i'm saying much love to them cats but hey, I know over the years, bro, y'all was always I see that 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 smoke coming out, though. I see that yes, sir. that clear smoke. So hey, yes, man, you know, it, it, it that's that's amazing though, bro. Cause like yeah, you know, like you said, man, ties back to home, bro. All the places you've been, you've been all around the world, my dude. And and I know you done, you know, lit that 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 good flame up, bro. What 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 you like? You like hickory smoke or you like? So I'm a I'm I'm a fan of the Fruitwood. No, Fruitwood. And so apple, cherry. Oh, okay, Fruitwood. Uh, yeah. Fruitwood, yeah. Uh the hickory. And matter of fact, Stephen Roberts, our homeboy, our boy, texted me yesterday and told me he's got a cherry tree that he's gonna chop up oh, and bring man. and bring up here to Greensboro. Come on, bro. Mm. Matter of fact, man, at his retirement ceremony, this is how organic the love is uh, amongst us, right? Right, right. Steve's dad has pecan trees on his property down in South Georgia. Wow. I met his dad when he when we pinned him on to Master Gunnery Sergeant. Yeah, bro. Me and his dad hit it off right away. He knew I loved barbecue. He said, well, anytime I have some damage going on with the trees, I'll make sure you get some of that pecan wood. Yeah, dog. And not not a month later, old Stephen Roberts called me up and was like, hey, bro, I got about 200 pounds of pecan wood. Woo. I'm like, 
absolutely. I want yes, it. Sir. And uh, yes, he was like, I don't even, I ain't going to charge you. I don't want nothing from it. But anytime you cook, just make sure you fix me a plate. I'm like, man, I got you. Man, I used that wood for about three years, bro. That's wood, man. Three Come straight on, man. years. I ain't have to buy no wood because I got about 200 pounds of pecan wood from wow. Stephen Robinson. That's a that's a blessing, dog. I, I'm still yeah. out in these stores buying them little chips, man. <laughs> you know, I got the little pellet, little pellet joint now, but that's a lick. Okay. Right? Yeah, bro. That's yeah. the law. That's yeah. the law. Yeah, dog. Uh, yeah, it's man. It's amazing, man. I always think about, like, you know, you and I both, dog. We, we know so many people, man. We know cats all over the globe. Uh, you know, all 50 states, like I've said before, man. We got somewhere we can lay our head, bro, and 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 that's that's such a blessing, Steve. Uh, yeah, it really is, man. You know, my mama always said to me, she's like, "Son, you know, you're blessed to have such great friends, uh, guys that you know you got that bond with that'll last a lifetime, man." And yeah, and again, absolutely. That that's peace, man. I'm so I'm I'm definitely proud of 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 good old Roberts, man. Roberts, absolutely, actually, man. It's it's crazy because. When I got the third battalion, man, um, the first cat that I saw, the first drill instructor that I saw the day I checked in, walked across the the, the parade deck, went to Starbucks, <laughs> was Roberts, bro. And this cat wow. was, he was in PT gear. You know, that cat probably weighed 115 pounds soaking wet back then. You know, he was working. Yeah. He was a cool yeah. hat. Uh, yeah. That cat, he going around spraying all the racks. Spent all the racks would smell good because because it was getting ready for pickup, man. And I just, he just looked at me. He's like, oh, you, you you the new drill truck? I said, yes, sir. He's like, I ain't no sir. Call me drill truck. Yes. And I was like, man, wow. Yeah. This is, yeah. This long three years, dog. These guys down here, they ain't playing around, bro. That's right. I'm happy for him, man. I, I, I'm just... Again, man, I I, I saw him uh, riding his motorcycle, man, on on Instagram, man, pulling up, and uh, right before he retired, man, I said, man, that's he about to enjoy that good life, bro. Absolutely, so, uh, he he deserves it. Absolutely, man, yeah, hundred percent. So for yeah. you, bro, like, how's 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 retirement been treating you, bro? How's 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 that retirement life, bro? Nobody could have told me it was gonna be this good. Right, right. Nobody could have told me that. Yeah, I'm with you. My, my, my quality of life has improved so much. Not mm -hmm. that it was bad, you know, when when I was on active duty. Right, right. But m the quality of life for Steve Maynard, a man, yeah, Steve no. Maynard, a husband, the father of my, of my girls, it greatly improved because I ironically retired January of 2020. This was right before COVID really Ooh, kicked right. off, right? Yeah. So uh, everybody talks about the adjustment period that you go through, the withdrawals and the need to be in uniform and all those things. Well, COVID was kind of a blessing in disguise because it forced me to stay home. Right. I, could, I couldn't go nowhere. I had to just deal with me, figuring out who I was and what direction I wanted to go after I retired. Fortunately, mm -hmm. I already had a head start because I started teaching college classes about four years before I retired. So I was already dabbling into being an adjunct 
uh, you know, uh, communications instructor. And I was doing that. So when I retired, it was seamless. I just picked up a few more online classes and that's what I was doing. I was teaching from home. And I really realized like, you know what? I think I could probably, uh, I could probably do this like full time uh, as a second career because I really enjoyed being in the classroom with students, helping them and helping myself learn how to be a better communicator at the same time. So it was, it was a seamless transition because I set myself up for life after the Marine Corps. Right. And now, man, mm. full-time communication instructor here uh, in the Greensboro area at Davidson Davy Community College. Wow. I absolutely, I absolutely love doing what I do, teaching public speaking, interpersonal communication, human communication, mm. uh, just being able to impact the lives of people and meet them where they are. Uh, and I, I can see I, it I on your face. Right? Yes. Sometimes I can't believe, like, I'm getting paid to talk to people about talking. Wow. And and then I'm able to incorporate all those experiences from right. the military and life experiences into communication concepts. Hmm. I learn so much more about myself every time I teach a course, bro. So wow. my life post Marine Corps has been very, very good for me and my family. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, you know, for 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 the people out there, uh, I gotta say this, Steve, man. Like, I remember sitting at Chapel Hill, North Carolina, uh, you know, and I. I saw the photo, bro, of you like this with your cap and gown going across the stage with mm. the students that you trained there for three years as an AMOI, bro. Yeah. Like that, that still to this day, bro, means so much to me. You know what I mean? Because, wow. like, bro, like, not only did this man train these young people, you know, for three years there, he also had the presence of mind, had the, the discipline, as we're always talking about, um, yeah. to put in that work, dog, on your own time and 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 be in a position where you could walk across the stage with your own midshipman, per se. Dog, wow. that's huge, man. Like, though, that's why I say, man, moments, <laughs> dog, that, like I say, man, like, it, it's no question uh there is a God. It's no question that when you when you fall in those right footsteps of God, uh mm -hmm. and, and you understand character-wise that hey, you know, I'm just out here just trying to put my best foot forward. I've always seen you do that, man. You know, yeah. that's why I, I said, man, in the text message, bro, you you in in our heart, prosperous, bro. You 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 a Hall of Fame leader, bro. Like man. You rate you rate that gold jacket, bro. You know what I'm saying? So uh it's it's just it's it's near and dear, bro. And speaking of that time in Chapel Hill, yeah. Uh dog, I used to look so forward to uh Stu Thinks, you know what I mean? And uh yo, how 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 did you start that, man? Like, like what was your motivation behind Stu Thinks, man? Man, that's uh that's Stu Thinks came from 
again, going back to my hometown, I started writing op-ed pieces in the local newspaper because okay. I saw a need for a voice that didn't look like, uh, that looked like me that people were not being exposed to. Absolutely. So no I just started opining about various things that were going on socially, politically, uh, you know, just whatever was on my mind at the time. And I started writing and I yes. found out or figured out, man, I, I kind of really like writing about mm -hmm. things as a form of expression. So I started writing those op-ed pieces for my local hometown newspaper. And then it just kind of expanded into, you know, writing things and publishing on 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 my own website. And I did that while uh, I was a full-time student at at USF. So wow. I was taking wow. I was taking six classes every semester, working oh. writing. If you know, I was just in grind mode like that. I had so many thoughts yes. going through my head. And I found that writing was kind of a stress relief from the academic things that I the academic, you know, hurdles that I had to overcome oh, because time you know, plus putting in that work with them students, I can imagine. Absolutely. Bro. Yeah. But I knew if I wanted to set the right kind of example for my, not only my students, but also for my kids. And your children, man. I needed I needed to show them. Yeah, that light bulb that's yeah. a light bulb moment right there, Stu. That's a light yeah. bulb. Yes, sir. Now, now I'm gonna rewind just a little bit. So we get off the depot and I mm. go over to the air station and I check in. I'm a hard charging, young, meritorious gunnery sergeant, just hit 10 years in the Marine Corps. I mean, I'm smoking. Right. I run into this guy, Master Gunnery Sergeant Bob Organo. Bob okay. Organo was working That's on his second E8 yeah. for, for the people out there, an E8, and you was an E7. No, no he was an E9. Oh, E9, okay. Master gun. Yeah, he was a master gun. I was a gunner. Okay. That guy was working on his second master's degree, and he asked me a question one day that I didn't have an answer to. He said, what are you going to do when you take this uniform off? Come on, man. Come on. It caught me off guard. I'm like, well, why are you why are you asking me a question like that? Like, you know, I'm hard charging. I'm about Marine Corps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, yeah, but you're going to have to take that uniform off one day. And you need to figure out how you're going to support, take care of your family. Right. I mm. was, again, I was, I lost for words. He said, yeah. grab your cover. That joker put me in his car, drove me to the education center and said, you're going to register and sign up for college classes right now. Come on, man. Light bulb. Light, light bulb. Okay. Big light bulb, yo. Like, Big light bulb. It really light did. Bulb. Yes. Yeah, it started the process of me really thinking about who I was outside of the Marine Corps and identifying which direction I wanted to go. I had no idea, but I knew that serving time in the military wasn't just, it wasn't going to be enough. I needed to do more or I needed to have a plan because whether you serve two years, four years, 20 years, 30 years, we are all going to take that uniform off one day Man. and you need to be able to function as a human being outside 
of the identification that's wrapped up in who you are as a Marine. Bro, you so, teach now, bro. You teaching. We build man. And bro, if it wasn't for Bob Organo kicking me in the butt and helping me realize that I thought I was hot shit. Right. He quickly helped me realize, yeah, you might be excelling right now. Yeah. This is this is only for a short period of time, That's brother. Good. Yes, sir. Time's ticking. Time is ticking. You you are going to get out and you need to be prepared. And I stay in contact with that guy and I continually thank him for help igniting the fire or turning the light bulb on for me to help me realize you are college material. Come on, man. Come on, man. And I haven't stopped since, man. And that was 2007. Right. Now I'm a lifelong learner. Come on, man. Never stop, bro. Come on, man. And, and and like you said, look look how that's transitioned, you know, to your daughters. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, like you said, that's that example. I mean, a lot of times, come on, Stu, we we lived it, we slept it, we ate it, yeah. we 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 dreamed it. I could keep going on for days. Yeah. In terms of all of those things, when it comes down to example. You know, we we have been in so many positions to where there's no other choice. You have to be that example. But That's again, right. To have master guns to uh to look you in your face and tell you, yeah, you the, you the man around here gunning. Okay, yeah, all right. But what you gonna <laughs> do down that road? Because it's cold outside that gate. You know what I mean? When you That's go out the gate for that last time, hey, it could be real cold out there. So absolutely. Know, that, man, that that's that's a blessing and. You know, speaking of that as well, man, like, you know, it's, it's, it's these mentors in our life, man, that, that we could sit here and just name so many gentlemen. Oh, man. So many ladies that you and I both know that's been so instrumental uh, yeah. in our careers, our development, our character, so many things. Uh, I'm going to throw a name out to you. And I just want, I just, I, I'd love for you to expound and elaborate on what this name means to you. Okay. Uh, Master Gunnery Sergeant Smoke Croon. <laughs> man, Smoke is big bro. Is that right? That's my big brother, man. Uh, Smoke and I still talk quite often. Yeah, man. Smoke, this all happened around the same time, and it's crazy that you mentioned Smoke's name mm -hmm. and, and the time frame that I met Smoke is when I first started going to taking college classes. Wow. Wow. That's full yeah, circle. It is. And Smoke was the kind of guy, I met him at the gym. Mm -hmm. Basketball, loud, talk trash, this and this. And I'm like, who is who is this dude? And why is he yelling? Right. Then we went and sat in the sauna. Come to find out, he and I had a lot in common. Come from humble beginnings. Him right. being from, from Mississippi, me being from Georgia, we clicked instantly. And ever since then, man, Smoke and I have just been, he's more like a, a big brother than he is a friend. Like, honestly, I can, I can say that, man, about Smoke. Awesome. I call him, confide in him. He does the same with me. And then we check each other, too. Right. And, oh, that's you know, Smoke right will call bro. me and say, hey, man, what, what are you doing? What are you boy, thinking you, about? You teaching tonight, boy. Hey, and then I would see Smoke 
And I'm hmm. like, Smoke, come on, bro. Yeah, dog. What you doing? Yeah, man. And he's like, you know what? You're right. Yeah, dog. But those are the kind of relationships that uh, we were able to build with people like Smoke because yeah. even though he was senior to us, he was never too arrogant enough not to listen to something we had to say. That's right, dog. Yeah, man. Smoke, that's my, that's my boy. Yeah, dog. He, he's approachable, man. You know, you, you yeah. and I both been... We've been there, man. We 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 made it to that top of the ladder, okay. But yep. you know, we never lost the sense of who we are, Stu. You no. know, and 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 a lot of that was gentlemen that that we saw, you know, prior to us that didn't lose who they were either, and, That's and right. we kind of clung to that, you know, because um, because to this day, bro, you 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 know you won, you know. I'll, I'll say it, man, for for. For the people out there watching in the military, outside of the military, this man right here, Stu Maynard, Stu Thinks, you know what I mean? <laughs> he won. I'll say yeah. it again, man. Y'all missed it. He won. Mm. And I say that based on, dog, everybody that ever put that uniform on that's been in your presence knows that you could have went first, sir. Became a first song, became a song major, and would and would have been the same rock star that you were from day one, from the time yeah. you stepped on in footprints. But but looking back, dog, it's like you made the right decision for you and your family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, yeah. you made a decision based on, like you said, that impact of a uh, what you gonna do afterwards. There's, there's many of us out here, man. Sarge Major, that hey, we 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 saw that one lane, and now it's over. Then what? Yeah. You know, I'm grateful to have had gentlemen like yourself, uh, Master Guns, Stephen Hunt, uh, Master yeah. Guns, Billy Knox. I, I can name so many Master Guns, Master Sarge that yep. always put me to the side and was like, hey, you know, don't don't get caught in that trajectory thinking that it's going to be all. <laughs> That's right. Clay, That's right. You good young man. You're talented. Hey man, think about life after. So man, That's I, right. I, I, man, I, I let me that. let me tell let me tell you something. You know, my desire was to be a first sergeant. Mm -hmm. uh, that's what I wanted. Uh, that's what I thought my my where I thought my career was gonna take me. Right. The first time I was in zone for first sergeant. We had just finished our second summer working OCS. Okay. So I go back down to Tampa, finish out my last year at USF. I'm almost done entering my last semester to getting my degree. Mm -hmm. And that's the summer I got, or that's the board I got selected for master sergeant. Well, okay. two years prior to that, I was in the zone for first sergeant. My name wasn't on the list. Okay, and I'm like, okay, uh, I don't know what they're looking for, but uh, absolutely, you know, there, it must be a misprint, right? So I'm mm -hmm. in my feelings, and I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hot, and I get a phone call talking to my mentors, Sergeant Major retired Daryl Stillings. Yes, my second battalion sergeant major at Second oh, Battalion from the right. depot. Light skinned brother. Right, right. Daryl oh. called me. 
and I answer the phone, and he say, "Hey, man, get over yourself." That's right. And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, you ain't hearing that. I'm like, time. "I'm like, what yeah. you talking about, man? You know, you know, I'm devastated right now. I don't see my name on this list, and you telling me to get over myself." That's right. He was like, "Bro, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't in the, it wasn't your time. No matter how much stuff you've done, there's a reason why you didn't get promoted." or you didn't get selected. So get out your feelings, stay on the grind, keep getting or working your way toward your degree, things gonna work out for you. He hung the phone up. So again, it's that kind of tough mentorship that, that's coming from a place of love and somebody that sees something in you that you can't see in yourself in those mm-hmm. moments of disappointment, man. I needed that phone call. Yeah, you needed that talk, and you needed to hear it in the way that it came. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, because nobody want to hear no pity party. Or, no. or, you know, you comparing yourself, you seeing this guy's name, this person's name on the list, and you're like, I know. Right. I'm, I, I'm, I'm much, a much yeah, better much performer better. than this individual, right? Absolutely. Again, the universe always has a plan for us that we can't see for ourselves. So it, it wasn't in the making for me to be a first sergeant, sergeant major. My rightful place was to be a master sergeant. And then I was fortunate enough to be selected for master gunnery sergeant, still at a pace that was three years faster than my peers. Come on, so casting my MOS, they was looking at me when I got selected. They like, ah, we hope well, that's one spot that ain't going for a long time because I got selected for Master Guns uh, right around 19 years. Yeah, so, come on, man. There are only eight Master Guns in my MOS. So them cats was like, man, this dude going to be here for the next 10 years holding up a spot. Universe didn't want that to happen. That's right. That's it, man. I mean, you yeah, know, man. The, the, you know, I always think about old, old Andre Cutbertson. Oh, shout <laughs> yeah. out to Cut. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out to my man Cut. Uh, we used to always talk about, you know, being in line with the universe, man. Uh, and, and you know, Cut from, from, from Charleston, South Carolina. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, very, very deep spiritual background. You know what I mean? And, you know, it's just amazing all the years later when we talk, it's like that. that's the vibe that we always on. We on that. Hey man, what's in store for you is what's in store for you. You know what that's I mean? Right. You gotta be able to accept it, man. So that's right. Man, that's, that's amazing, man. I got another name for you, big dog. Um, okay. I got another name, Cali Jen 007. What what what's that what what's that name mean to you? Cali Jen oh. 007. Man, what's that name mean to you, I, dog? Man, I, I'm I, uh, I, to I, you, bro. I, <laughs> I love Jen like like a you know we like a sister absolutely and you you know you have that senior enlisted uh AMOI MOI relationship at your right. school we we right. were the only two marines down at, at USF at the same time mm-hmm. and she learned as much from me as I learned from her that's awesome man because she had a genuine love and concern for the students. 
Right. And she was very supportive with me going to school full time as long as it didn't interfere with my duties as at the ROTC unit. Right. And our relationship just, I mean, we hit it off, we bonded, and that relationship continued even after we left USF. And I would consult her on things. She would consult me on things. Uh, Yeah, she she just means the world world to me. What's just a genuinely wonderful human. Right. Not Marine, not lady, human being. Jennifer Simpson, man, yes. she is yes. a great human being. And I am forever thankful that we we were able to spend uh, those three years together at the University of South Florida. Yes, sir. The Bulls. Yeah. Huh? University the Bulls. Of South Bulls. USF Bulls. Absolutely. Who, who, um, who replaced you, man, when, when you left from Downey? <laughs> Wilson J. So, Wilson, Wilson G. Yeah, Wilson J. replaced me uh, down at South Florida. And what I was telling the, the, the folks who were asking, like, who's the new guy? How is he? This and that. And I, my words to them was, he's a younger, bigger, faster, smarter version of me. Word. And they were like, Man. oh, wow. They was like, uh-oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's me, and he is me plus some. No like, doubt. This dude was a beast. He was a beast, dog. That's, that's, Man. That's the black Aquaman. You know what I mean? Yo. Yo, I man, the first time I saw that dude in them little brown trunks at the swim tank, I'm like, <laughs> okay. Yes, sir. Like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, like, okay. But yeah, man, Wilson, man, that's that's my dude, man. Yeah, dog. I, it was just amazing because on the flip to that, bro, it was it was a blessing to be able to talk to him in terms of you, you know, because you know mm. I'm I'm trying to give him as many pointers as possible, and I'm like, man, listen, dog. Steve Main already laid the foundation, dog. All you gotta yeah. do is go maintain, tweak, you know, patch in where you need to patch, but. Dog, the foundation's been laid, man. So yeah, yeah. That that's 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 those beauty type of things, man. And like you said, with 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 Jen, shout out to Jen out there. Um, oh man, shout out Jen. Yeah, shout out to Jen, man. Uh, you know, you talked about that relationship, man. That 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 relationship, that uh, just that genuine love, man. That genuine care. A lot of times, uh, that that's what it's all about, man. I mean, if you showing the same genuine and love and care that we're showing, hey man, it, it's it's a good match, man. We're gonna, we're Absolutely. gonna do it too. so uh yeah. I definitely I definitely can respect that, man. Uh well look, man, I'm not I'm I don't think I got any more names for you, man. Uh <laughs> you know it's so up. it's so many. Yeah, it's so many, man. You know, and so and, many that that were influential, bro. Absolutely, man. I mean you you, you mentioned the name earlier, oh JJ Ragland. Come on, man. Right. Shout out to man. JJ Ragland. Man. Man, Red JJ. Pickup. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, man, sir. JJ and I were in DI school together. And man. ironically, we we look alike, right? Yeah, it's just so, some resemblance there. So Boy, JJ man. sits 
right? You know I mean? Right. Both both like to smoke meat. So yeah. we had a lot That's in common right. also. Right. So JJ sits on one side of the class. I sit on the other side of the class. JJ fell asleep a lot at DI school. Is that right? But but you know who wrote essays for going to sleep? I did because they called me Raglan. Oh man. Bro, I'm not. Was Woody Wood there when you went through school? Or was, was that Woody Wood? Woody Wood, was he at school? Was he at the high school when you went through? No, no, no it was Wood. Jones. Oh, y'all had D.D. Jones. Shout D.D. Jones, Jones was there. Yeah, D.D. Hey. Jones. Little hey. little gr Hall with the freckles. Yeah, I remember Hall. Yeah. Yeah, Hall was That's there. Cool. Yeah, man, I wrote uh, Slattery. More there, Longfinger more. Was he there? Yeah, yeah. No. hey, he was gangster too, dog. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But yeah, man, I wrote a few essays for JJ Raglan, bro. Man, but, I mean, just good dudes like that. Man, I hadn't saw Rags in like ten years. Had opportunity to see him and his wife at uh at Rob's retirement ceremony last week. Yeah, dog. Shout out to Jack. Oh man, Shout out to Jack. Yeah. Man. Oh yeah. man, Jack is good people, bro. Jack is from the A too, so hey, you know Jack she's good people, man. 100%, bro. That's family right there, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Talking about a man just so proud of a man, you know, traveling across the country. You know what I mean? Um, Yo. It's, it's, it takes, it takes some courage to do what they're doing. Yeah, man. Yeah, they were like, yeah, we just not going to, we just going to pack up and we going to live. Yeah. We ain't going to, we going to pull our RV behind us and we gonna go place to place every 30 days that's, that's freedom bro. Like, ultimate freedom freedom dog and, yeah. and uh, watch i watched this ceremony on on uh on uh the live stream you know out of, out of camp Horno, man up on top yeah. of the lz and man I, I just all the memories man that went through my mind uh i i i uh i bird dog with jj Ragland, second battalion yeah, golf company yeah, and I and I have to say this man, for the text of it. Um when we got over there, he worked for for Euro Dallas. You remember Euro Dallas? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Euro yeah. Dallas was a senior, right? And uh mm -hmm. I remember looking at JJ Raglan. This is no lie. And I've teased him about it over the years. JJ Raglan's core frames were, they 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 look like Wade Brown uh wallabies. Like it was brown, yo, and yeah. uh, his white skibby shirt, brown. You know what I mean? And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, man, he nasty as hell, man. Still sort of nasty, and I'm trying to be all clean and pretty, <laughs> man. Hey, dog. After after I say about the first two hours, cause cause that hike, dog. We had a three mile hike, and you know mm -hmm. y'all said y'all go. Y'all go from 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 the squad base down the DI bridge, turn around, mm -hmm. back, bro. That hike, mm -hmm. stupid dog. It, it seemed like it took about eight minutes to get down there and back, bro. We just broke clean off, and DJ uh, Ragnar lived in the pit the whole time. He in the pit, yeah. and and after that first cycle, bro, I said, dog. That's the type of drill instructor I want to be like. Now I see why his day one freaking core frames is dirty. Now I see why his white skinny shirt is dirty. Because that freaking fool working. 
You know what I mean? He's working, right. yo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's not going to be pretty. He 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 working. He grinded. So that's exactly yeah, right. Just Bro, you know. You, now, how that comes full circle? His 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 baby boy is now a drill instructor. Yes. On yes. Parascal. Come I'm on, like, man. man. His daughter is about to be a captain in the Air Force. Come on, bro. That, I'm like, man. Yeah, man, that's cypher complete, dog. That's full circle. Beautiful. You know what I mean? Beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Circle, man. I remember uh, speaking on JJ, man. You know, you know, he was at NC State when I was at UNC. And, that's uh, right. Yep. Had that yep. Great time together, man. And, uh, you know, I get a call from, from the chancellor of UNC and uh, – She's a, she she was an African American lady, and she was like, uh, I, "I I'm calling because we need to borrow your flag, people." Um, <laughs> uh, I said, yeah, the students that hold the flags at the ball games. Mm -hmm. like, oh, you're talking about the color guard, man. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we need them on Thursday at you know three o'clock in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. Okay, ma'am, uh, can you tell me what for? She said, well, I can't disclose that right now, but I really need him to be there. And dog, mm -hmm. this, is, this is the this is the, the 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 dean's office, dog. This is one of the chancellors. So I'm like, right. we'll be there. Can't say no. Yeah, yep. I can't say no, Stu. No. I'm like, hey, we'll be there, ma'am. And sure enough, man, long story short, uh students is upset because you know I'm I'm snatching them and they gotta get in uniform, you know the whole ordeal. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was my loyal color guard, and I used to always mm -hmm. drill his life. Life is drill. I would always. That's right. So, dog, we get down to 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 the what a, what a female UNC basketball team plays, Carl Michael Arena, mm -hmm. man, and uh, we go in the side door, and this dude walks up to us, and I'm looking, trying to see what's going on. Why are we here? Mm -hmm. And I see they they putting up them uh them like. Them Grand Ole Opry flags. You know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Them half round joints. Uh, uh -huh. So I'm looking and I'm like, man, it must be some senator or something, you know, or whatever. So I asked the gentleman, I said, uh, excuse me, sir, but who's going to be here? He said, oh, the POTUS. And dog, it didn't register. Right. I said, the POTUS. POTUS. He looked at me mm. and he was like, out of all people that should know the Polish, you should you know. You should know. Yeah. I said, all oh, the 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 Polish. The Polish. I said, President Obama. Yes, President Obama will be speaking here in, in 45 minutes. Wow. If you would have seen the look on these students' faces, bro. So speaking mm. of JJ Raglan, JJ Raglan texts me and says, Hey, I'm pulling up. Cause I want to see President Obama. <laughs> I'm like, bro, how did you know? He's like, how did you know? So how did you oh, know? Man. He was, it was, it was, it was uh his second campaign. Yeah, mm -hmm. you know, he was going around, you know, for his for his second uh uh, uh term or whatnot. And right. So long story short, again, man. Me and JJ, wow. Ryan, we take the students and we're behind stage. And this this black chick, she's a student, young black girl, she's like this and she's crying. We're like, what's wrong? Uh, you all right? She's like, 
I'm singing, I'm singing the national anthem for the president of the United States. And she's crying. Uh, Raglan, like, girl, you can sing. You're gonna be all right. And uh, just like we, that. Yeah, just like that. You know, yeah. JJ. And as we standing there, man, dudes come around the corner, suits, earpieces. They like, get out of the way, get out of the way, move, move. And they mush us, it's no lie, bro. They mush us behind this curtain. So we standing behind the curtain, me, JJ Raglan, these four students. Uh, well, actually, it was we we had the um the all the branches cover guards. Mm -hmm. You Because know for the president, all service, yeah. Yeah, all service. So they're all standing back here, and we had the uh the army master sergeant with us. But we're all cuffed up behind this curtain. And dog, we stood there. We heard the girl sing. She did real good. Mm -hmm. And dog, we stood there, uh, stool for a good 15, 20 minutes. And JJ Rag would finally like, hey, dog, why are we still standing here? And uh, so JJ Rag, he, he peeks out the curtain. And he was mm -hmm. like, man, ain't nobody out here, man. Come on, man. So we walked out. And, um, they rush our students on stage. They do the national anthem. Well, yeah, I got it backwards. They had done the national anthem first. Then we got pushed back behind the curtain. So we was already done with the national anthem. But JJ says, come on. Yeah, let's go to our seats. Because we were just, mm -hmm. just back there. And next thing you know, bro, as uh, soon as we walk out, and me and JJ reach down to grab our, our Tinker Jacks and our white Burks cover, and we turn, mm -hmm. he walked straight up on the stall. Yo, we 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 drop our gear, lock our body. You know, we was almost about to salute indoors with no cover. He shook our hands, he shook every student's hand, and he was like, Matter of fact, I want to take a picture with these guys. Wow, yeah, back here and take a picture. He said, I was watching you all on the telemonitor in the back, and y'all did yeah. a great job talking to the color guard. So we go back there. Take a group picture, all the color guard, me and JJ Raglan on the flank. Dog, he shakes everybody's hand again. Unreal. JJ Raglan, bro. If you see this, I love you, bro. Because JJ Raglan, as President Obama was about to walk away, he looked at President Obama. He said, Excuse me, Mr. President. Sir, do you mind taking a picture with the gunnery songs? I'm looking at Raglan like, yo, you crazy dog. <laughs> <laughs> he just took a picture with his JJ. Yeah. out here. It's the president. Yeah. And dog, this is on everything I love, bro. Dog, he looked at Gunny Raglan and he looked at me. He said, no, nah, no, nah, my brother. The president, bro. He said, no. Nah. <laughs> he said, no, nah, my brother. The question is, is can I take a picture with the gunnery song? Man, hey, bro. Me and JJ looked at each other. We said, I know, right? All right, sir. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. like, hey, go get go get the White House photographer. White House photographer come with this big, huge camera. Yeah. He shook our hands, dog. JJ Raglan, he watching this. He knows, bro. Dog, the way that man looked at us, dog, in our face and said, thank you to us. Dog, it was different, bro. That 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 solidified my career, bro. In that where, where else can a story like that be told? about guys like you two that have opportunity like that. Come on, man. Come on. Bruh, 
JJ Ragland, no, dog. JJ Ragland sitting there looking at this right now. I'm like, bro, Clay ain't lying. I don't care about what people said about his policy. I don't care what people said. He didn't do this. He didn't do that for black people. He should have. The way mm -hmm. that man looked at me and JJ and said, thank you. Yeah. Come on. It was genuine, dog. And in that moment, yeah. you know, it was just like, wow. And I, I remember I hugged JJ. And that was that was it, bro. And and I hung that picture up everywhere I've been ever since. JJ hung it That's up. That's amazing. You know what I mean? That is amazing. And, and to share that bond with him, he called me and was like, dog, my whole family going nuts. They going nuts. They like, dog, the only other person you could get a picture <laughs> with is Jesus Christ. I said, yeah. I said, yeah. But nah, man, it's it's it's, it's wow. Just um, that's why that that's an awesome story. You you are, Stu. You are a very accomplished speaker, an accomplished writer. Um, what's been some of your finest moments, uh, opportunities over the years that have come from your speaking and and, and your writing, brother? Uh wow. I would probably say just the opportunity to uh have a have a profession doing something that i love doing and it providing an opportunity right after the marine corps so okay. yeah got got three degrees right wow i don't necessarily guarantee you all while I was on active duty, by Come the way. Pay oh, for young fellas and, and young gals out there, y'all better hear this, man. For real. Three degrees, all on active duty, all paid for by tuition assistance. Absolutely, man. So wow. that doesn't guarantee you anything after uh, you retire. Because one thing you could do when you retire, everybody say, oh, we love the vets. We love retirees. Mm -hmm. So... Show me your resume. Yeah. What have you done? And none of that stuff you do in the military really translates over into these civilian companies sometimes mm -hmm. because they don't understand the language. And you could demilitarize it and make it all fluffy and that kind of stuff. But the thing that I learned is these people want to know, do you have certifications or degrees and can you sell yourself? Damn. And I'm like, okay, uh, yeah, I think I could do that. So just getting the opportunity to interview with these different uh, institutions that I've worked for since I retired, mm -hmm. that has provided me an opportunity not only to make a, a, a really good amount of money, absolutely living-wise, yeah, but I don't. Sometimes I don't feel like it's work because it's I enjoy doing it so much. Yeah, man. So I, uh, you know, I started with Park University uh, as an adjunct adjunct at uh, Craven Community College there in New Bern. When I retired, I applied for a full-time position at Coastal Carolina Community College right there outside of Camp Lejeune in New River in Jacksonville. Yeah, man. I was able to walk away from that job. I resigned because my wife wanted to leave New Bern. We moved to Greensboro. We stepped out on faith. And you and I talked about this mm -hmm. before, right? Yeah, I don't face, I don't have a job. I don't know nobody in Greensboro, but I re just resigned from this really good job that I have at Coastal. Right. And I decided to step out on faith, resign, 
Next thing you know, the job that I'm currently in right now, the position post, I do the interview, not in person, mind you. I do it on Zoom, mm. and I nailed it. Wow. They were like, oh, yeah, we want to hire you immediately. When are you going to be here? Man, come on, no. Bless I'm you. Like, are you. Are you serious? And now that I've been here, the people that were on the hiring committee, they always come up to me and like, you know what? You really knocked the, uh, your interview out of the park just because you were so genuine in how you had, how you answered the questions about yourself and what you bring to the table, your ability to talk yeah, really sold it for us because there was probably a couple of people more qualified than I was. Right. But they didn't get the position because <laughs> they couldn't talk. That's right. I'm, and these were people it's applying for communication. Yeah, just because it's on paper don't mean everything, man. You know, oh, man. you got the total package, bro. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah, I try. And the main thing I, I relate to those folks is the things that I learned in the Marine Corps helped build the foundation for me learning how to care for other people. Right, man. If I knew if I cared for my Marines man. and I looked out for them and made sure that they were taken care of they would run through a wall for me if i asked them to yeah, i take the same approach with my students i the students know that i genuinely care about their professional and personal development mm -hmm. so am i am i a softy do, do i don't come from a background of you know pure academia mm -hmm. are my methods a little bit awkward yes because that's what it requires because I'm dealing with a group of awkward people. Yeah, man. I got 16-year-old high school student Nick sitting next to a 62-year-old great-grandma. Wow. In the same classroom. That's awesome, though, man. They, they don't learn alike. And my ability to connect with both of them at the same time, that's winning, man. Come on, Not man. like some grand speaking engagement somewhere. None of that stuff. It's just my ability to listen to the students, especially those in need, yeah, and reach those students where they are. And I'll tell you one quick example, bro. And I, I, I had a student, uh, he was a veteran, going through some really difficult times. Yeah, man. And, and uh, he was expressing how frustrated he was getting a waiver from the VA to go see a therapist. And I said, brother, you don't need to wait to get help. You need to go get some help. So I go to a counselor. Right. I recommend you go see this lady because she has helped me out tremendously. And he's like, nah, man, they ain't going to approve the waiver. I'm like, it don't matter. If you show up there, she's going to see you. And then y'all will work out the waiver stuff right. later. Sure enough, man, about three months later, Semester has passed. He came back on campus and he saw me and he said, man, I don't think if I would have saw that lady that day, I would still be living right now. Man, wow. Those kind of stories, bro, is <clears throat> more valuable than any monetary uh, compensation that I could ever run across. Yeah, Knowing man. that I was able to break down and let this guy know I'm struggling too. I have some problems too, but, and, but right. you don't have to deal with it by yourself. Matter of yeah, fact, I, I would never 
never not be under the guidance of a counselor. I will stay in therapy continually because it, it helps. <clears throat> Excuse me. And stories like that, man, that, that's the kind of reward that I'm, I'm so thankful for being being in, in in the position I am to help. Man, that's that's yeah. prosperity. Yeah. That's yeah, prosperity in a nutshell, bro. Like yeah. you saved a young man's life. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that that's what it's all about, bro. You know what that's I'm saying? It. Like, like you said, it's 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 not about the 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 monetary and you know all of that, man. And, and you said it earlier, man. Uh, do right by people, and 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 great things will will will, will come back to you. The universe, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and the universe will reward you. It will, man. And and you've always been that, man. Like. From day one, man. If I, I know if I ever need you, you know, for all the years that we've known each other, I know I could lean on you. You know, absolutely. Uh, and, I, and I appreciate you for that, and I really do. Um, wow, man, you you done dropped so many jewels today, man. Like, oh. Lord, Lord, have mercy, <laughs> bro. You know, uh, but that, that's I'm just grateful, man. All, all jokes aside, Stu, I'm 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 a big fan of yours, man. Like I said, going all the way you. back. Day one, the day I met you, I said, man, something different about that cat, man. Like, that's the yeah, type man. of around myself around. That's the type of man that, you know, I can look at, learn from, and, and try to walk in those footsteps. Many a days I'm sitting wherever I'm at. Yo, what what, what is Steve Maynard going to do in this type of situation? You know what I mean? That's I, crazy. I, what happens if Steve Maynard finds out that I'm over here being lazy, you know, or not pursuing that greatness, man? So... Yeah. I really do appreciate for that, man. Yo, um, you do you remember? Do you remember we got meritoriously promoted the same time? We did. We were drill instructors. We did. You remember that's that's oh, how over, over at, the, at the four wins. Yes, absolutely. Tar Major Williams. Yes, Tar Major Williams was there. Wow. We, and you got meritoriously promoted to staff sergeant. I got, got meritoriously me. promoted to gunnery sergeant. Ooh, come, come on, man. Come, come on, on man. man. Remember that. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yeah, man. This is it's just powerful moments, man. Uh yeah. I, I got I'm gonna pivot and I'm gonna ask you this simple question, man, because I know okay. there's people out there that that they need to hear it, man. And I and I know the type of you know gentleman you are, and 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 I know that you know you you're transparent, man. Uh I know you've had multiple knee surgeries, man. Uh, just simple, simple and plain, man. Like, yeah, for for the young person out there, or or, or for the elder person, man, that's dealing with it, i.e., back, knees, whatever the case. What what are some of the things that you know you experienced, and and what did you do to be able to continue to push forward, brother? Uh, yeah, I, I had a total of six knee surgeries and that's what ultimately uh, made me uh, retire earlier than I planned to. Of course, you know, I plan to stay in for 30 years. And again, here, here are these hard conversations. You got to yeah. make a decision. This, this uh, orthopedic surgeon said, hey, uh, you need to stop running. And I'm like, D you know what I do for a living? <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. I can't just stop running. He was like, well, no. 
Well, if you don't, you're, you are, you're going to be crippled uh, by the time you're 50. So you need to have these surgeries and get yourself healthy and, you know, turn the page in, in your life. Man, that's yeah. a gut punch. Yeah, that's a real gut punch. So I, I leave his office. I go sit out in my truck. I start crying. Oh, yeah. I break down crying, bro, because everything that I had planned for myself, again, not what God wanted for me, but what I had planned for myself right, was coming to a screeching halt. And I didn't know how to deal with it and accept it. Mm-hmm. What got me through was the support of uh, my wife being there, helping me stay encouraged, not babying me. When I'm, you know, again, in my feelings, my knees hurting. I don't want to go to therapy. I don't want to stretch. I don't want to ice. And, you know, my knife, my wife's background as a nurse, you know, she's kind of like, yeah, people are in worse shape than you, you know. Mm-hmm. Suck it up and yeah. get through it. The physical therapist that I had over the years, and one young lady in particular, uh, she was a Navy corpsman, Renika Rogers. Mm-hmm. When I had my first knee injury on Paris Island, Renika Rogers was my physical therapist there. And man, just her spirit of every time I went to physical therapy, keeping me motivated, not allowing me to get down on myself, that made a big difference. The physical therapist that I had after the other surgery, they played a huge role in not getting down on myself and keeping me motivated and encouraged. And and my Marines uh, also. The Marines that I had at each, after each surgery, they were very supportive in picking up the weight when I wasn't able to. When I had, when I had all these appointments to go to, they're like, hey, you know, go ahead, take care of yourself. We got it. Because they knew, again, going back to, they know I care about them so much as a person. When it was my time to take care of me, they allowed me the freedom to do that. Absolutely. So, it's it's uh it's easy to go inward and get down on yourself, especially if you get injured. Right. But you gotta be disciplined and go to therapy, you gotta stretch, and you gotta use ice. Mm. It's really that simple. That rice formula, bro, that's the nice. works. That's like, what I'm about. Rest, bro, rest, elevate, you know, like what's his name up at OCS? Uh Jess oh, oh Jess up Jess, there. Yeah, 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 that's right. Press that yeah. right. Yeah, man. That's right. And that's where I learned the importance of stretching. Right. You know how important stretching was in the recovery as well. So stretching, rolling, uh, hydrating, drinking the right amount of water on a daily basis, all of those things, man. They, it, so I, I can't say that it was just one thing that helped me. It was a, com- a combination of multiple people and multiple things that helped me, you know, overcome that, that adversity. Man. That's amazing. Yeah. I definitely appreciate you sharing that, man. Cause again, yeah. you know, we, we wear that S on our chest, man. And, uh, you know, you, you already know it, it goes without saying, man. And now yeah. we're older guys and, and looking back, you know, it's like, man, you know, I, I wouldn't change it for the world, man, but no, no. Day, like you want to, you want to be 70, 80 years old, you know, able to, to, to go out and throw a football in the backyard with your, Grandkids. That's right. Yeah, that's man. right. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Look, man. It was, it was, if I could just. Yeah. Uh, those, 
those injuries all happen for a reason, I believe. Okay. And again, it goes back to faith. And it's hard to accept that when you're going through it. But I had to keep telling myself, there's a reason that this happened. Yeah, man. I don't know why. And I don't know why me. But you know what? I got it. So I need to deal with it. And the one thing I learned in overcoming the physical injuries was getting the mental injuries and trauma that we've gone through over the years dealt with. Right. So, so the, the physical therapy that you physically go to or go through is the same kind of physical therapy mentally that we all have to get into a habit of doing. And there's no shame in going to see someone and talking yeah. and having those conversations and saying, you know what? I'm struggling. I don't yeah. even know why I feel the way I feel. I don't know why I act the way I act. I can't even control it and I can't even explain it. I don't like it about myself, so I need some help. Absolutely, man. That has been probably the best thing about retirement is that I have been able to, I was able to get the opportunity to go get some, get some therapy. Yeah, man. Because I needed it. And yeah. again, all these all these great things that you and I have done and accomplished in our lives, brother, there's a lot of things that we just sucked up because we have no choice. That's right. We didn't have a choice, man. And, right. and that stuff builds up over a period of time to where you've dealt with it and dealt with it and dealt with it. Now you it's it's gonna come the the ch the check is gonna come due. Yeah, man. They're going to come that home. Stuff, yes, sir. That's right. That stuff can't go untreated all of those years and not have an effect on you. And if you don't get help, it's going to it's gonna end uh, tragically Yeah, man. Uh, in, in some instances. And I, I am so fortunate that I found a therapist who was able to help me identify some things and flaws about myself, both personally and professionally, and help me, you know, work through those things. Yes. But that was that's then that's been um, the most gratifying thing about being on this side, which I, I wish I'd have started getting this counseling and this therapy years ago. Right, right. I, I wish I had started that process. Things probably could have been a whole lot e even better than what they even better. Yeah, you're absolutely right, right. man. I mean, I'm like, know, man, how much better of a Marine could I have been if I had been getting some counseling and getting, you know, some help dealing with the things that I was dealing with? Man, all all around, better father, better 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 husband, spouse. You Absolutely, know? It's, yeah, it's amazing, man. And and I think it's, you know, we 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 get up in that 20, 21, 22, 23, 24 mark, you start seeing that tunnel. And yeah, like you said, man, it's 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 imperative. I mean. I, I shout out, you know, Miss Hall down in Paris Island. Yeah, I was I was driving from Atlanta to Paris Island this year. Wow, know, I was willing to make that trip because, again, you know, it just like you said, man, you you have to you have to be honest with yourself, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and we know you know plenty of people that uh, have transitioned, and, and as I always say, you know, rest in power to those those yeah. people. Uh, but, but, you know, the awareness is real, man. And I definitely appreciate you touching on that topic, man. It's very important. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We, and we need to break that chain and break that barrier of, uh, there being a stigma 
behind dealing with mental health issues because mental health issues are so expansive, bro. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, you, you don't, people just need to know that you don't have to deal with it on your own. There are licensed trained professionals that know the things to do to help you get through those things. And then they peel back the onion and figure out, well, why are you the way you are? Yes. And I didn't even realize why I function the way I function mm-hmm. until talking to her and realizing, oh, wow, that's not normal. Like everybody don't do, everybody don't do that. Hey, a lot of things that, that you're like, wow, that's like you said, that's not normal. Like, <laughs> that's right. So that, that has been, man, really helpful. And I, my, my therapist, uh, I still, she's still in Jacksonville. Uh, I, I, I talk to her once a month, sometimes twice if I need to. Right. And she, uh, yeah, it's it's made a world of difference in my development as a as a person. Yeah. Because again, doing all the right things, trying to do things the right way, accomplishing this, doing this, you know, but then realizing you have a problem, and your problem is you're scared to you're scared to fail. So your fear of failure is driving you to the point to where your brain never shuts down and you never stop and rest and think about exhaling. Yes. Right. Like, you know what? You're right. And you know why I'm like that? I grew up on a dirt road in a single wide trailer and I'm never living like that again. Yeah, man. I, so, it's amazing you say that. My brother involved from, from Valdosta, that fool said, Man, I ain't going back back to the rolls, man. I ain't going back to eat no coon and no possum, man. No, sir. Uh, yeah, no. No, that's real, man. But you have to find that balance, though. And that was the struggle that I had, finding the balance. And and it's not a switch that you turn on and off either, brother, because I still struggle. And my my fortunately, my wife has been here and dealt with a lot of my flaws and she's able to kind of pull me back and say hey it's okay if you don't get everything done today yeah man i'm like yeah you know what you're right man, i can do it reassurance is, 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 reassurance means something man you know yeah. uh it, it it really does man i you was talking about fear and i think about uh you know i was telling my wife i said you know when i think about fear you know, I like to break things down. I like to take specific words, break them down. And mm-hmm. uh, I say, you know, with fear, you know, faith, you know, uh, tying both of those together, man, that fear and that faith. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, faith enables a response, you know, faith enables a reaction. Mm. If you have faith, you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like you said, Stu, you have to have faith in me saying I don't know what to do. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I'm hurting. I know I need yeah. help. You yeah. know, it takes faith to do that. You know, and yeah, I'm just grateful as two grown men that we 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 can, you know, build in this moment, man, and and really share that. You know, in terms of, you know, we're not afraid to say, hey, you know, we need help. That's right. Yeah, it's, and it's important for 
other people to see two individuals like you and I both achieved the highest of the heights in the in the Marine Corps. And we still got problems. Still got problems. We ain't got it all figured out. Nah, by no means. And, and we're okay with acknowledging those things and saying, you know what? In order for me to be even a better person, let me get some help. Yeah, dog. Yeah. So uh -oh. yeah, let, let me hit my man and let's just build. You know, let me hit up my dude. You know what I'm saying? And let's just build. Because well, I <laughs> right. this evening. I feel yep. better being in your presence, man. I mean, man. you and likewise. I'm down here in Atlanta. Hey, but man, we we still won, man. You know, we absolutely. Still, we still be in that pillar for one another, bro. And, absolutely. Uh, definitely appreciate you, man, coming on with me, man. It, it, Anytime. It's such a blessing. Um, and I and I'll be honest with you, Stu, man. Like, you know, I want to work with you more, man. You know, uh. I know, I know you. You're an amazing writer, man. And, and you, you, when I think of you, I think of an influencer, man. You, you, you're, you're a great influencer, man. And yeah. I, and I'm going to work with you, man. And you know, bring you on periodically, man, just to come in and and, and get that dose. You know what I'm saying? We 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 need that daily dose, man. So, brother, I really appreciate you, man. I do absolutely. I I appreciate you for for having me on to share my thoughts. I don't have all the right answers. I just have the answers that are right for me in my situation. If I could help somebody by sharing my story and the things that I've been through and accomplished, man, that that's that's what it's all about. It's helping helping all of those around us. And anytime you you want me back, brother, I'm here. Oh man, thank you, man. Anytime, please, especially for you, brother. Come on, bro. I don't, yeah. not, not everybody else can get this. That's you, right. You're different. I appreciate you, bro. I really yeah, do, man. man. And uh, man, I, I wish you luck, man, in that classroom, man. And you know, keep inspiring them people, man. You know, them young minds, impressionable, the elders that's that's trying to come back and and, and, and rewrite some 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 things, man. Just yep. keep spreading that love, man. Keep spreading Good that dude. truth. Uh we love y'all to death, man. And if we get up right, that brother, way, we love y'all too, man. Kids yeah. and, the, and the kids, man. Yeah, bro. Make sure you tell them I said hello. Blessings on y'all, man. I'm, I'm I'm so proud of of you guys and what you're doing, especially here, at what what you're doing with uh with with your company and talking these basic leadership things that people need to hear about, man. It's, it is really important. Yeah, man. Man, hey, bro. Again, man. Thank you. Uh, till we meet again, my brother. Uh, All right, brother. Keep being strong. And uh, we'll do. as we always love to say, peace and love, bro. Peace. Peace and love. All right, brother. All right, brother. Yes, sir. All right.